sit down, I'll listen, wait, relax my dudes, it's not too late to join in with these awesome fans, marble at there. Some chips and OC picks and meat to meet the best girl queen, a hydrant squad that just won't wait to go It's a podcast. It's also a gun. Hey guys, welcome back to the Geekening Podcast. As usual, I'm Leah and I'm joined today by voice actor Alice Knight. Hello. Yeah, oh my gosh, you make me sound really important when you say that. <laughs> well, hi Alice. How are you hi. doing? I, I am fine. I am a bit tired. I struggled to get to sleep last night. I did not get to sleep till six in the morning. I don't know why. But I'm still here, still awake. But yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Okay. Good. So first of all, tell us a bit more about yourself and your work. So uh, about myself, I am a huge fan of video games, movies, animations, anything media-based, really. I'm 18 years old. I'm also from the wonderful UK. What is it that really know about me? I'm an enormous fan of Star Wars, anime, a lot of animated TV shows, a lot of video games, love video games. So in terms of work, I am a voice actor, a growing professional voice actor, hopefully and continually. I have been going for a lovely 10 months so far. Um, I do a lot of character work. I do work, I've done work in a few video games, um, one or two animations, quite a lot of audio dramas and audio podcasts. I also do a lot of creature work, as in creature vocals and monster sounds for pretty much all three of those different types of media, very often in audio podcasts. You have mentioned that you have worked on animations. By animations, are you referring to Western animation or anime? I wish I meant anime. I really do. But no, I mean a lot of indie development animations, stuff like Nell, A Limbo Odyssey, and some other stuff coming up in the future, which I sadly can't speak about, or else I may not remain living for long. But no, I, I, wish, I wish I could say anime. Hopefully, I will say anime one day because that would be such, that'd be something off my bucket list, to be honest. What made you get into voice acting? All right. So I, I wanted to be a lot of things when I was growing up. I'll take you to the list. Like, I wanted to be a builder. I wanted to be a dustbin man. I wanted to be a. I remember I wanted to be like a politician. That, that, that one did not last long at all. And then. Like recently in the last year, I wanted to be an animator or an artist, and I had a I had a laptop that had one of those pads that you could draw on. It was like one of those digital like drawing pads. And I, I was trying I was trying to learn to draw. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I didn't have the patience for it. 
So I kind of sat around for ages. I'm a huge fan of anime, so naturally I was watching loads of it. One of my favorite animes is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And I was watching part five, and in part five, the main villain in the English dub, uh, Diavolo, is voiced by a guy named Kellen Goff, who is my favorite voice actor of all time. And his performance in it is, it, I, when I listened to it, it was just so absolutely amazing and just a badass performance. That was like... It's kind of like that gif of Leonardo DiCaprio sitting on like the, the lazy boy and he kind of leans forward and points. I was like, ah, yeah, that's it. I want to do that. That looks cool. That looked like a lot of fun. So I, I didn't really have anywhere to start because it's huge freelance business, absolutely enormous. And I was like, where, where, where do I start? Where do I start? And I, I looked on, I, I went at the time where I went to get every single piece of information possible. And that was Discord. So I went onto Discord. I found a server called VO Town. And I, I read a load of guides on there, and I pretty much just started from there. It all stemmed from me just looking, it looked like something that was fun and something that I wanted to do. And that like I was genuinely had a serious like desire to do more than anything I had like wanted to do previously, more than dustbinman, more than politician, definitely more than politician, more than just a genuine actor. Because I wanted to be a genuine actor for a bit, like a on-camera actor, but... I, 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 I just never went anywhere with it at all, like literally barely anywhere. But that's how it started with my voice acting. Does that mean that you don't have to be a quote-unquote genuine actor to be a voice actor? So when I say genuine actor, what I meant was a, like an on-screen actor. I think people like, you know, Chris Evans or all them lot, people you see on screen. To be a voice actor, you must be an actor. You're just different from, let's say, an on-screen actor or a stage actor. Because think about it, when you are standing in a booth like this, there's no one, there's, there's no partner to talk to, there's no facial expressions to read, there's no set, there's no set, every wall just looks the same. You do need to be an actor. What, if you ever start in VO, the number one thing you will get hammered into your head, probably throughout like, your early years, non-stop, is that it's called voice acting. You, if you can do like a load of funny voices, high, low, whatever, that's great. That's good versatility. But if you can't act, then then it, it, it's, it's going to be tough for you because people want actors. Because Dee Bradley Baker, who is another one of my, he's probably second place on my tier list of favorite voice actors. He says on his website, I want to be a voice actor.com. He says the way you should prioritize things is your acting should come first, be a good actor, and your versatility should come second. So, have you ever acted in plays or show? <laughs> Okay, so I did drama in upper school slash high school over here in the UK. And I did do drama. I did perform in a number of little shows as an assessment. I played a lot of people from French map makers to Nazis and other characters. I always played the villain because... On stage, I always had, I'm very tall and I'm very thin and I sort of have, I sort of had this very sinister demeanor to me when I played characters in a certain way, but I, I was, I was never in like a school production. I was in year nine. It was a little tiny, it was like an ensemble play called The Nutting and yeah, you may begin to get a bit worried about that name, but it was just about this weird town full of weird people that just did weird things. It was a terrible show. We didn't enjoy making it, and no one enjoyed watching it, but, you know, I've, we enjoyed performing it. And I, I was part of the ensemble cast. I just had a couple of lines. That was it. And apart from that, I didn't do any other shows, because back then, acting was not a huge, huge passion of mine, because I, I used to be very nervous 
Berdanos back then and I wouldn't want to go to auditions and stuff because I didn't like getting on stage. It, it still made me a bit bizarre. I didn't like rejection back then. I wasn't as tolerant to it. I did audition for Greece in my upper school. I didn't get any role. I didn't even get a tree, nothing. But no, that, that, that was it really. I never performed in anything. Is that why you chose voice acting over on stage slash on screen acting? Definitely was a factor because I initially started voice acting because I was like, oh, that looks so cool. I want to do that. I want to, you know, scream my head off and be in anime. But when I started getting into it, I realized, oh, this is a lot better. I don't have to go out of my house to walk to a, a hall, my local council hall to do an audition. And I don't have to look my enemies in the face and I don't have to see see the uh, reactions of you know the casting people. Oh, I can just be here and be myself somewhere where I'm familiar and just, you know, have fun because who doesn't want to have fun? And yeah, that was one of the main things because I was nervous about stage acting primarily just because I was always just a nervous person. I'd never liked the idea of going out to like a hall or something being in front of like a panel of people uh, in person and just performing for them like that where I could see their reactions. But with voice acting, I could be in my house, I could be in my booth and I could just go wild. And also on stage acting and on screen acting, I didn't think it would be as fun. It didn't appeal to me as much in general as voice acting because animation and video games, they're so versatile in their worlds. Because when you think of all the amazing characters there are in video games and animations, think people like Emperor Bellows from The Owl House or Urgot from League of Legends. They're such these brilliant characters that I think could only really be done truly through animations and video games. And to me, those were the characters I enjoyed the most. Not that, because it's like stuff like that really I found so cool, but when stuff, things like Dear Evan Hansen or um, any other musical, I thought, yeah, it's cool. It's not for me. I also can't sing very well. You mentioned recording at home, and obviously due to the pandemic, a lot of podcasters mm -hmm. and voice actors have been recording from home. Indeed. So what is it like recording from home? Is it that different from recording so, at the studio? So I, I have never known a difference. And the things with the pandemic, naturally, home studios really got a kick and a rise in numbers. And by doing that, a lot of studios were like, you know what, this actually genuinely works. You know, get Source Connect, get a decent treated area, still got all your good gear, bam, you're good to go. But recording in my house or wherever I am, it's great because it is just a convenience. I don't need to, I don't need to worry about going out somewhere with traffic, blah, 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 blah. I can't even drive. And I could just go up to my loft and be in my home where, you know, I know I can just scream my head off and be wild and crazy and then just go downstairs to the kitchen and chill out. It is, it is great to be able to record at home because it's just so much more convenient. And do you have any tips for recording at home? Tips for recording at home. You can get the best mic you can in the world, but if your room is treated badly, your audio isn't going to sound great to a casting director. I could get a Neumann, which is like thousands of pounds, but if my room sounds like a bathroom, no one, no one will hire that. So, you know, look into different types of sound insulation, look into making a PVC booth, perhaps get some PVC pipes, knock up a frame, get some acoustic blankets and drape it over the frame. About that, a cheaper alternative, acoustic blankets are designed to keep sound insulated. But if you can't get that, a cheaper alternative is moving blankets, the blankets you sort of wrap stuff in when you're moving them and hauling them, etc. 
And from my word of my American friends, if you go to like your Home Depot, you get like some free when you spend over a certain amount of money. And also make sure your booth or whatever you construct to record at home has a bit of room for you to move. Physicality is always great in voice acting. So make sure you've got some nice wiggle room. Because when you're voice acting, you're still kind of performing your body, right? Physicality, yeah, yeah. Physicality plays a you know a huge role in the way you sound because certain physical movements and traits can affect your voice. Whenever you say if you lift something heavy, your voice will sort of have that strain to it because you know your muscles are all tight and stuff, and it's, you know all your muscles are tense like that. You lifted something up like that. That that's good because it sounds real and raw, and you know you need the room to do that. What else? Uh, physicality, stuff like stabbing, throwing. Doing that, it's being able to move as well just makes the scene feel a bit more real for you. Like, for example, if you're in a, say, if you're doing a voice acting scene for a knife fight, it's always good to have, you know, your hand waving in front of you. You can be like, mm, 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 shh, stab, blah, blah, blah. Have your hand waving around because it just, it just makes you sound more real. You don't sound like a voice, you sound like an actual person in that scene. Obviously, you're British, but have you ever had to modify your accent to play certain roles? So I, I have definitely, I've had to be American a lot. So a lot of casting calls, they'll often say, we want a North American accent, but then they'll also allow you to do two takes. So what I'll do is I'll do normal British me, and then I'll do an American accent. Modifying accents, yes, I've had to do loads, plenty. A lot of American accents. What other ones? I remember there was a German one not uh, not long ago. My, one of my main voiceover teachers, Andy Field, who is the uh, handbot in Five Nights at Freddy's sister location, and just you know, endless amounts of commercials and corporate stuff. He he gave me really good advice on an accent, and he said, he said, only do an accent if you could fool a local. He's like, don't do an accent if you wouldn't be able to fool a local, because if an accent is bad, it'll stick out really really badly. But yes, I have had to modify my accent a lot. Have you been able to fool locals? <laughs> so I, because of pandemic, I have not been to America. And to my knowledge, I've not gone out of my way to attempt to fool someone. But I'm trying to think of the characters I play, I've played. And half of them are British and half of them have unidentifiable accents because they're all these horrible eldritch beasts that just gargle and make noises. But I, I think I could fool an American. You know, just go into Red Lobster, order a plate of lobster, and just pretend to be, I don't know, from Minnesota. Or just wherever in America, California, I don't know. I've only ever really been to Florida. Have you ever been to the US at all? Yes, I've been to the US loads, actually. I've been to Florida about 10 times. I've also been to California once. And honestly, I, I quite enjoy America. Uh, we don't really... Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think actually because we don't really go out much. But what I've seen of America, I enjoy. Decent chunk of people are quite polite. And yeah, it's a nice place. There's a lot to do in America. That's what I like. Plenty to do, especially in Florida. No end of stuff to do. California was okay. Surprisingly cold. Really cold in California. Oh, and we were there. True. We were there in like vests and shorts. So we were like, ah, yes, Californian heat. And then we were in like an open top bus and we we're freezing. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> now back to voice acting yes. what tips do you have to aspiring voice actors alright so I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what someone I wish someone had told me so in your beginning of voice acting 
Do not focus on your audition being good or acceptable. Don't focus on that. Focus on having fun and experimenting with these characters. Because what casting directors want to see is they want to see their characters, you know, being played with and made alive. They also love rawness. So don't overthink your lines. Don't look at the lines and overthink everything. Just look at it. Look at the scenario. Picture the scenario. Where are you? Who are you talking to? What's your character's motivation? What do you like about the character? And how are you going to show what you like about the character? And is there one more? No, I think that's it. And then with all that knowledge and understanding of the character, go to where you're recording and say the line four times. Just four times, one after the other. And now keep the rawness of your take because the more you say a line over and over and over again, the more you're thinking about it. And the more you're thinking about it, the less raw it sounds. Because don't worry about not getting accepted and rejected because you will get rejected loads. There are so many factors against you that there is just no point in worrying. But isn't the whole point of voice acting to get rid of your real self for a while to be another person? So in terms of doing an audition, your goal is to become this character. Yeah. So you will become the character, and that comes, like I said, from knowing the character. And what I do is I go through my list, who's the character, where are they, what are they doing, what do they believe in, personality, etc, etc, etc. And I sort of become this character. And when you sort of understand the character, you'd naturally sort of think like them. So that's, what, that's good, because when you go to record, you've naturally got this character's mindset, and you know the scene. So therefore, you can do well. So in a way, it is about kind of taking, you know, checking yourself outside in a way, and then becoming the character. But at the same time, something that adds a personal aspect to voice acting is taking the character and taking yourself and kind of putting them together. Kind of add your own tint of you to the character. Because what that'll do is, that'll make you stand out. It can make you unique. Add a bit of your personality to the character. Or personality of someone you know. We meet loads of people in our everyday life. I mean, just look at a character and think, who does that remind me of? Okay. Oh, he reminds me of that person. He reminds me of my old teacher. What did my old teacher do, maybe speech-wise, personality-wise, that I could add to this character to make that character a bit more personal to me and stand out? And um, what's your favorite medium to act in? I love video games. I really love voice acting in video games. Definitely, yeah, definitely video games. With, with video games, why I love them the most is because when I was younger, I was very shy. And one thing that made me happy loads was just video games. I, I, I remember playing video games and just being happy. And not only is voice acting in video games just fun, it's a lot of fun. I, I know that what I do and the characters I've always could can make people happy. It's simple as. I mean, I mean, that can apply for any other thing, like animation podcasts, because they make people happy. And it could kind of be just this umbrella, umbrella belief for my whole voice acting thing. But video games is really, really where my heart is with that, because it's, it's quite personal to me. And what are your aspirations as a voice actor? Oh, aspirations, crikey. 
crikey, I've got a lot. So my aspirations obviously are to increase, you know, my job flow, my workflow, be in a lot more video games, level up to much higher projects, get into an agency, agency, just get more work so I can just give a lot more to a lot more projects. Some of the more smaller things on my list are I'd love to get invited to a con one year. I'd love to do that. My friends who go to Comic-Con a lot, they're like, oh, I will come to you. We'll ask for your autograph. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I also want to get a Funko Pop of a character I voice. That'd be something I'd love. I think that'd just be so cool. And what was, he, what was the last one? Oh, yeah. I would love to work in anime. A lot of people are like, nah, anime doesn't pay well. And I'm like, oh, I don't care. It's like fun. I want to do that. So those are some of my main aspirations, I say. I'd also like to do a lot more creature work in the bigger leagues as well in the coming future. Alice, it was so much fun talking to you and thanks for joining us on the Geekening Podcast. Mm, no, it was great. I've very much enjoyed being here. You can check out Elsa's work at... Rightio. Uh, you can check out my work. I do have a website at ellisknight, with a K, vo.com. That website has my demos and some past projects. You can also follow me on Twitter at ellisknightva. You heard the man. <laughs> you can follow him <laughs> on Twitter or visit his website. Or visit yeah. our website, allagesofv.com. But for now, we're signing off.